Miracles with Mommy Linda. Tonight, I want to talk to you about um, our first book, Peanut Butter Crackers and Flip Flops. So um, this book was supposed to be named, I can't remember, I think it was supposed to be named Everything. Oh my goodness, do y'all know this? This is a newsflash. I don't even think anybody in this room knows this. Our script writer uh, for this book, and this this is a miracle. Let's just have this for the miracle. Our script writer for um, Peanut Butter Crackers and Choir of Angels was, was in Hurricane Ian. So he is just now getting his uh, stuff back together and they are picking this back up. They're, they're taking these two books and they're combining them and putting them into a movie. So it's supposed to be like the faith-based uh, version of The Blind Side. So I'm really excited for that to come out. And I also want, who do I want to play me? Sandra Bullock. <laughs> that's just a side note. Okay, that's not, and that will be a miracle if Sandra Bullock plays me. So you guys can count into that. Uh, or Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts is from Athens, Georgia. So I think that might be cool too. So I, anyways, this book was not supposed to be named Peanut Butter Crackers and Flip Flops, but the person who edited it, there's a good word, say that three times fast, changed the name and into Peanut Butter Crackers and Flip Flops. And then I realized, you know what? That was uh, probably one of the very first miracles I actually experienced. You know, somebody recently asked me, why do you think some people experience miracles and others don't? It's a good question. And I'm going to answer that at the end of this story. So the very first year, which all of this happened 18 years ago, this yesterday, 18 years ago, yesterday is when my very best friend was murdered. And she left behind five children. And those five children uh, watched their mother mur be murdered by their father and their grandmother be murdered. And in, basically in five minutes lost their mom, their dad, and their grandmother. They ended up living with their uh, grandfather in New York and were there for a couple of years. And then uh, basically he reached out to me and said, I'd like for you to take off five kids. That is a whole nother story, but that's in this book also. You'll have to read about that. But here's the deal. So those five children and myself, who happened to be Haitian, went to Haiti for the very first time January of 2010. January 10th. January 12th of 2010 was the earthquake. We went January. We went in 2011. So we went over there, and I'd never been on a mission trip before, so I was actually reading all. You know how some people read the fine detail? I never read the fine detail, but I was like, what are we going to do? How are we going to eat? Please tell me how this is going to work. So they have this guest house there, which is kind of funny because we now run the guest house. It's called My Father's Guest House. And on the literature, it says that they feed you breakfast at the guest house, and they feed you dinner at the guest house. House, but it, during lunchtime, you're going to be out and about. You're going to be doing mission work. You're going to be out in the field. So you need to bring food for lunch and you also needed to bring snacks. And so I got, y'all remember, have you ever seen those little tuna fish things? They're like, they come tuna fish and they have little crackers in them and that little plastic spoon, which is such a joke. I don't know what that spoon's for because it's so little. So I had gotten all of those for lunch and then I literally counted out the this is so interesting about how I used to be and how now Haiti has completely changed me. But I had a, because, you know, plan is a four letter word. I'm just going to let you in on that. 
I literally counted out for all, there were seven of us, exactly how many peanut butter crackers we needed for everybody to have three a day for a snack in between and, and how we were going to survive. Because in my mind, we were going to this third world country that was not going to have any food and we were probably all going to die if we didn't have our crackers, right? And so we get to the guest house and these little kids start coming up and banging on the gate. And my daughters go down to the gate with the with the manager of the guest house and they see these kids there and they come back in and they start handing out the peanut butter crackers. And I'm sitting there going, oh, my gosh, we're going to starve and we're going to die because these kids are giving away our peanut butter crackers. So I'm thinking I'm going to start keeping a tally of who's giving away the crackers. And then that way we'll know who do, who doesn't get their snacks. Right. Well, then unbeknownst to David and I. The kids start packing these peanut butter crackers in their bags every day. And when we leave, there's kids on the side of the street and they're throwing the peanut butter crackers off the truck onto the side of the road and giving away our snack food. Well, now David's in on it. He's like, where'd y'all guys get those peanut butter crackers? Your mother has counted those out. Do not give those. (laughs) Here we are on the mission trip. Don't give the peanut butter crackers to the kids because we need the peanut butter crackers for our sorry family, right? Isn't that hilarious? So I'm already thinking, oh my gosh, we are down to like probably only two days left of peanut butter crackers. Well, they did not, the kids did, I know you probably don't have kids do this, but our kids did not listen to us. And they continued to give those, and of course those little boys, when they realized the girls were giving them crackers at the gate, they came back to the gate every day. And those crackers, they kept giving them, they kept giving them, and they kept taking them uh, on the trips and throwing them off. Uh, At first they were opening up the things and just giving away one cracker, but then they just started throwing them off. Every morning when we would go downstairs, there were still more peanut butter crackers. And I didn't really start calculating it until we got to the end of the trip and we were getting closer to the next to the last and the last days. And there were still crackers there. And the kids kept giving the crackers away and we kept eating the crackers all day. And on the last day of the trip, when we were packing up everything to go, there were cases of peanut butter crackers that were downstairs in that guest house. And I looked at my husband and I said, what is what gives with these peanut butter crackers? And he said, Linda, somehow they're multiplying. And I was like, they are multiplying. When we left to come home. We left more peanut butter crackers than what we came with, and we gave those peanut butter crackers away. Not will, not my husband and I did not give them away willingly. It was the hearts of our children that kept giving the crackers away. But literally, those crackers multiplied. That was one of my very first experiences with miracles. But I'm going to tell you what that, how that built my faith. Whenever we brought the children uh, from one of our orphanages in Haiti here as the Haitian Orphan Children's Choir, one of the things that we counted on other people for was food, okay? There were 30 of us. And then with with our choir moms and the musicians, usually ended up being between 38 and 40 people. So when we wheeled into a church, and we would tell them, you know, there's going to be 40 of us. We're planning on, on you feeding us. Many, many times churches were not prepared for us. So I just want you to know, I have prayed over Kentucky Fried Chicken, I have prayed over Chicken Nuggets, and I have prayed over um, 
fried chicken, fried chicken just from the church for that to multiply because God built my faith up so much with the peanut butter crackers that I realized that he actually does know how to multiply food. And I have literally watched it before my very eyes. So I don't know what miracle you need today. It may be with peanut butter crackers. You may be a mom that's planning a birthday party and you just need it to. God is a wonder working, miraculous God. Now, here is the answer to the question. Why do some people seem to continuously live in a a life of miracles? And why is it that other people never experience miracles? Well, my question for you is, what does the Bible say about that? What did Jesus say? Jesus said he was not able to perform miracles in his own hometown because why? Because there was no faith. There was no faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And I want to just remind you of something right now. This last nine minutes that you've been sitting here listening and we've been talking back and forth, have you thought once about your heart beating? Have you thought once about breathing? Have you thought once about the blood that's running through your body? You're li- you're, you are a living miracle. You are actually on this earth, able to walk without thinking about, many of you able to walk without thinking about walking, breathe without thinking about breathing. You're a living miracle. And I will, I will guarantee you this. You will begin to thank God for the miracles that he has given you, you will be shocked about the miracles that will be continuously performed in front of your face. Thank God for what he has done and then open your eyes. Ask him to open the eyes of your heart to see the amazing miracles. Build your faith and realize God is a wonder-working, miraculous God. 